Hello and welcome back to the Music Works Microcast, business and mindset tips for music professionals. I'm Katie Beardsworth, founder of Polyphony Arts, and this week I want to talk about introducing the next generation to classical music using a recent experience I had with my son as a case study. Uh, but first, here is a message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer with cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment, protecting you against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. Every Alliance Music policy also includes free legal assistance and support, so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Alliance serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. So here is my story of taking my five-year-old son, Sam, to his first classical concert. I wanted to talk about this on here because I talk a lot about the future of classical music and in particular how inclusive it is, how easy to access and how important it is that children are able to enjoy both listening and playing music. Without being able to engage children and of course their parents now, the industry has no future in my opinion. So an event came up that I decided it would be worth trying to take my son to. It was a very special event at the Sage Gateshead. Um, Verdi's Requiem, performed by the Royal Northern Symphonia and professional and community singers and instrumentalists from across the Northeast. There were over 250 people on stage, and this was the first large scale concert that the Sage had presented for two years due to the pandemic. So, several factors went into my decision um, that it was a good idea to take some to this. I'm sharing what they were in the hope that this helps parents and also venues and promoters with the ever difficult question of engaging young audiences. Um, so for a bit of context, this is the first concert or arts event of any kind that I'd ever taken Sam to that wasn't specifically aimed at children. So he has been to concerts and theatres before, so it's not completely um, new to him, but only ever for children's shows or relaxed concerts where it's very child focused and um, he has never been expected to sit and be quiet for the length of an event before. So why did I choose this particular concert? Here are my reasons in order. <laughs> One, time of day. It was at 4pm on a Sunday. This was brilliant for me. Um, not only is this a relatively convenient time for parents to attend things with their children, apart from the obvious witching hour, um, the fact that the venue chose this time uh, made me feel that this was a family-friendly event, whereas a 7.30 start would have felt, um, that would have felt like it wasn't possible to take him, obviously, because he'd have been knackered. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, priority reason number two, uh, the length of the event. This was a slightly questionable decision on my part. Um, Verdi's Requiem is about an hour and a quarter long. Um, this felt more manageable to me than a full length concert um, because obviously it's shorter than a full length concert, which would usually be in two halves of something like 45 minutes to an hour each. Um, in hindsight, however, this is a long time to go without an interval. So two sides to that one. So uh, number three was the music and the sort of nature of the event. And uh, yes, in the context of choosing what to take my son to, the actual music um, was number three on my priority list. So Verdi's Requiem is so dramatic and engaging. 
add to that the sheer number of performers, the size of the orchestra, the amount of instruments on the stage, I felt that there was always going to be something visual as part of the entertainment alongside the music. Um, also, the event had been named the People's Requiem, and I knew that the many community musicians would, uh, who were involved would be inviting their families of all ages. This also increased my confidence in the venue and audience being supportive of Sam being there. Uh, number four was the venue. I know the venue, Sage Gateshead, very well. Specifically, I know where the loos are. I know they sell ice cream. I know how to get there. I know where we could go beforehand if we wanted food, etc. When I looked up the details of visiting Sage on the website when I was planning the trip, I also found that they did children's booster seats um, and had a lot of detailed visitor information on the website, which made me feel again that although this wasn't specifically a children's event, we would be welcome there. My familiarity with the venue was an enormous part of feeling comfortable with this. And number five was that I really wanted to go. Um, this is important because it was quite a lot of effort in the planning and it was expensive. And I know that this was very high priority for me as a person. And that if I hadn't been as interested in seeing this concert myself, I, it would have been much, much lower priority for me to take Sam to it. Okay, so um, that was what happened before the event. That was the decision-making process I went through. So how did it go? Um, well, it was really, really amazing. Um, the concert was just phenomenal. Abigail Pogson, the managing director of the SAGE, gave a moving address at the beginning, which gave pause for thought about the loss we have experienced during the pandemic. To quote what she said, this was really a people's requiem. The whole concert was then mesmerizing and atmospheric, and it was truly wonderful to see so many people making music together after so long. My own experience of it as an audience member was that I wasn't as lost and absorbed in the music as I could have been um, if I hadn't had the child with me, um, given that I was essentially a human snack dispenser throughout. Um, and I was obviously very conscious of um, how Sam was doing, whether he was happy, whether he was okay, etc., whether he was disturbing anyone around us. Um, however, to counteract that, um, I got to see my son absorbed um, for some of the time in something brand new. There were moments when he had real light in his eyes and we occasionally caught each other's eyes and smiled. Um, I cuddled him when it was loud. He wasn't a big fan of the bass drum, but I really loved it. Um, it felt like a really special shared experience for me and Sam that was totally unlike anything we'd done before. So although it wasn't the same classical music experience for me as it would have been if he'd not been there, it was actually, it was different and it was um, differently really lovely. Um, Sam's reaction to the music, um, the atmosphere, impressiveness and mood was not at all lost on him. Um, when the quiet opening notes of the vocal line were sung, he turned to me wide-eyed and whispered, where did that voice come from? <laughs> Which was very cute, despite the um, over 100 singers that were visible on the stage. Um, classical music is so important for me as a listener, as a time to be uplifted by incredible artistry and beauty. And I experience a kind of reflection and emotional journey during concert. I obviously can't know for sure what his experience of this was, but I think that something like this happened for Sam as well. He was relaxed, happy and content after it had finished. And it was just really amazing for me to see and experience this with him. 
Um, it wasn't all amazing. I mean, it was worth it overall for me. There was a moment when he asked me when we could go home. I'm not going to lie and pretend that didn't happen. Um, there was a point at which we were counting down, like, how long was left. I didn't really know how long was left, so I was making it up. Um, and I, you know, that was fine. Uh, <laughs> so it was mixed. Um, so anyway, I have gushed about this whole experience enough. And let's just get to some practicalities. Here are my tips for parents taking their child to a classical music concert. Uh, number one, get a seat with a good view. It's 100% worth it. Number two, um, the check if the venues have booster seats for kids so they can see better as well. This really helps a lot, particularly with seat choosing. Um, so then things that it's great to sort of take or know that you can have. Um, ice cream, if your child is anything like mine, is your best friend here. Luckily, theatres tend to sell them in little pots with teeny tiny spoons, so it takes forever to eat. Um, perfect. Uh, they need a drink as well because um, they, like all other humans, take to coughing during events and especially in winter, which this was. So um, I was sort of offering regular drinks and trying not to tell him not to cough because as soon as I did that, he coughed even more. So that's going to happen. Um, snacks, obviously. Um, possibly even drawing stuff. This is slightly controversial. Um, I don't know how venues feel about me saying this. I really thought about taking drawing stuff with me because he loves, my son loves drawing. Um, and spends a lot of time, you know, out for meals and things, um, drawing. And then I thought, well, I can't do that because there'll be nowhere to do it and it'll just be like weird. Um, but actually what he ended up doing was spending quite a lot of the concert standing on the floor, um, like leaning on the chair with his like face towards the chair. So actually that could have been a really good thing. And uh, something, like where we were sat and everything, I think it would have worked. Um, I, in general, I just completely love um, when children draw during music because they always it's just this extra um, multi-art thing and I love seeing what they come up with so um, you know consider that maybe depending on where you're going um, facts that you may not have known um, chairs where the seats fold up like you get in theatres they are a really fun toy um, worth knowing that so you can manage that and um, the thing that I stressed most about during the whole thing was him kind of kicking the seat of the person in front of him. It's very difficult to stop children doing that, as you know. Um, again, I basically managed this with snacks. for my tips. Um, <laughs> and then tips for venues. I did think about putting tips for venues in this. I think I've pretty much mentioned lots of the factors that parents need to think about with this. And the Sage were really amazing as a venue. They were welcoming um and like i say the website was really good uh, the only thing that i would recommend that they do differently um which i'm sure they will implement on hearing this is to add cup holders to the chairs as it would have been really amazing um and pure luxury not to be spending my time as a human snack and drink dispenser um you know so if everyone wants to create a pure luxury experience for parents that would be what it is um it was also really lovely and warm afterwards. Um, lots of people uh, clearly had noticed the fact that um, that I had a little one with me and were complimenting me on how good he's be he'd been, which was very rewarding for me. Um, and he uh, <laughs> rounded off the whole experience by turning to me and going, Mummy, I had no idea all these people knew I was here. <laughs> Um, okay, I hope this has helped. And I really, the point of me saying all this is that I hope as many of you as possible will take the little people in your lives to see classical music. Um, it has its pitfalls, it has its joys, and I heartily recommend the experience. 
For more free music business and mindset tips and thoughts, subscribe to Music Works on any podcast platform and sign up to our mailing list on our website, polyphonyarts.com slash mailing dash list. Music Works is generously supported by Allianz Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Thank you for listening.